Like I went to that uh, stadium, if you want to call it that, uh, one time, and I was like, I don't really ever need to go back, mm-hmm. except if someone pays for me. I went there <laughs> to go watch uh, WrestleMania. Oh, that's cool. It was probably at nighttime, right? Fuck no, it was <laughs> the middle of the goddamn day. <laughs> what? You know, yeah, it was literally like one thirty, two o'clock, like... And if you've been there, the upper deck has no sunshade whatsoever. Yeah. So it was just <laughs> right after all it opened. Of, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just like all of San Jose sun that somehow sun, San Jose gets way more sun than anywhere else. Just beamed right into that stadium. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm almost passing out. But you want to know what the most ridiculous thing about watching WrestleMania during the day the fireworks the, well yeah okay two, the two ridiculous things <laughs> yeah. the most ridiculous thing is watching the undertaker come out but it's like three o'clock after <laughs> <laughs> suddenly it's just somebody's dad exactly Saga, you know we keep it groovy. Uh-huh. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip hop from the roots. Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no liver. Ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga. As the relentless sun bakes us all in what is surely a preview of our roasty, toasty future, your hosts are turning the temperature way down and making it downright chilly in here. That's right, Pop Sagateers, it's time for your summer chill cast. Today we're talking about a little bit of everything and a whole lot of nothing. I'm Forrest, once described as if... The flavor of Bud Light Lime was a person. And I am joined, as always, by famous alley loiterer, John Chill. John, are you ready to chill out? Yeah, I'm ready to keep it cool. Let's keep it real cool. Yeah, wait, but- wait, what's that? Sorry, I'm getting something in on the... Uh, the uh, pop saga phone. Hmm? Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. Yep, uh, Are you sure? Yep. All right. So the official word is that we can't be cool. All right. So <laughs> oh, well, that's fair. You know, gotta try it. Yeah. Every I mean, yeah, we gave it the old try. Yeah. You know, gotta, gotta try to sneak it in there and be like, yeah, we are so cool. Not today. Yeah. Not today. I mean, the theme song says it every single episode. Or almost, but uh, you know, I feel like it's repetition, right? Keep saying it, keep yeah, putting putting it out there. It's like the secret. So one day we will be cool. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, you think it would help if we did the show daily, like uh, <laughs> daily affirmations? No, I don't. All right, I think well. people would really, I think, get sick of it quite quickly. Yeah, that's fair. That'd There's something fair. about being once a week, you know? It gives you that 
instead of like you know binge watching something like it was on Netflix, that little time between lets you kind of forget the mistakes of the last episode and be excited for the next one. Oh, it's like detoxing. Yeah, sure. So like you listen to episode of Pop Saga, you're all incensed and you know like you know. And then, you know, like they used to do back in the day, it would be like, let's take uh, Uncle Roy up to the cabin and he's just chill out a little bit. So then we just yeah. put Roy up in there, a week of him just like, and then, then they were talking about Migs and Migs and people. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, by, you know, next Tuesday, it's like, I'm ready to return to society. Oh, I'll listen to this next episode of Pop Saga. There should be no harm in it. And then, you know. <laughs> The cycle renews. I like the it. cycle begins again. It has begun. They said they were cool. <laughs> the most objectionable thing yet. Yeah, the only thing cool about them is their theme song. And they didn't <laughs> do that. Yep. <laughs> and that guy doesn't even know them. Not he doesn't really. know what he's saying. Yeah, he doesn't have any context of what he's rapping about. They asked him to say it. And he did it, kind of. Like, I just gave him some ideas, and then he made it. But look at this. That's the (laughs) coolest thing about them. That, and they have a soundboard that has this. Hey. Hey, Lonnie. Get your ass away from there. I love that clip because there has got to be a, our listenership isn't even that big, but there has to be a wide swath of people who don't know what the hell that is. Well, I mean, sure. And that's fine. That's a, yeah. The, the, the inside jokes are for you and I. And if that's anyone true, yeah. else is traveling along, good for you, I guess. You know, whatever. <laughs> Glad you've been listening. But if not... Whatever, like, um, shit, when we were doing the, uh, was it, was it the, I don't remember these, as you know, I purge every episode. Sure. Uh, from my brain. Yeah. yeah. Rightfully so, you know, and, um, God, uh, which one were, we were playing the old clips from like before, was it Silence and Lambs? I don't know. <laughs> I think we were, yeah, we were taking a little walk down sure. memory lane. Yeah, lame. no, I think, no, <laughs> lame. Memory, memory lame, lame is correct. <laughs> but I had a few people call out, like, oh, you played that one, that's cool. And I was like, oh, shit, people do listen. Oh, there we go, okay, well, so, maybe we need to bring those back. <laughs> yeah, like, I had a whole page of them, but, you know, I don't like clicking on them too often. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we went... Like, the first couple episodes we had this thing, we went pretty hard on the uh, soundboard and voice changer, but, yeah, I've backed off of it a little bit. Yeah, I just felt it was easier just to do a lame impersonation than try to do something with the soundboard and try to make it sound (laughs) more credible, you know? I'd be like, uh, yeah, this is, this is, Dr. Lecter. Yeah, see? Nope, still don't have it. (laughs) Dr. Lecter. Doctor, what doctor. are you doing in Scotland, Doctor? I ate his liver with a fava bean and a nice Stella Rossi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, 
What did I? Oh, it was Elvis. Never mind. See, anyway, what the fuck? Okay. See, this, is what, <laughs> this is what chill cast is about. Yeah. We're just going to yeah. just talk random shit. And, uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And hopefully this has not been too... I mean, I don't know if this is chill, necessarily, but it may be a little more frenetic. But uh, well, I hope whoever's listening to this is uh, having a chill time. Well, you know, it's less... I mean, again, this is more for us. Chilling is the act of relaxing. So we don't have to, you know, watch a movie we might not want to watch. We don't have to take <laughs> notes. We can just kind of, you know, go with the flow. And uh, Yeah, I think people would be surprised of, <laughs> about the amount of work that goes into each episode. Oh, there, there is, there's actual work. Like, <laughs> yep. it takes actual time. Yeah, like, I... We, I know that both you and I care just enough to make it better than what you know would truly be the bare minimum. I record (laughs) it, we post it, and then that's it. Like, we don't edit it, just above the bare minimum. Yeah, it's going on a t shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so many good slogans. Yeah, you know, right? we'll probably talk about this movie at some point, but by that time, yeah. no one will remember me asking this question. But I don't think I ever asked you what you thought of the end of the Matrix trilogy. Oh. Uh, okay, if I answer, does this mean that, like, we don't have to watch the Matrix trilogy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, No. Fuck. All right. Um, so, out of the movies, mm-hmm. I liked one the most, but that's not mm-hmm. saying much. Um, because I don't like the first movie that much. Um, interesting. Wow. Now that is a hot take. Okay, well, I'm not going to try to defend myself. I am an old man at this point. So, I guess what I like. No, I get it. You were a Dark City fan. Yeah, well, yeah. Dark Angel fan. Yep. He's (laughs) like, I would would rather watch the hit Foxo with Jessica Alba and that other guy. You were were big into. Yeah. (laughs) You were big into uh, Existence. You know, there was like that batch of three movies that kind of had similar themes that came around at the same time or came out at the same time, like Matrix, Dark City and Existence. That one just sounds like a boner pill. Yeah, I think it you know what? I think it might actually be a boner pill, but it's also a David Cronenberg film about a weird fleshy virtual reality console. Yeah, no, I've never seen that. Uh, That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Did you see so, Dark City? Yeah, but like a lot of things I've purged that from my brain. Mm, yeah, I've only seen it the one time, but that's uh, it. <laughs> well, I mean, look, so I watched The Matrix the first time in theaters, you know, my brother was like, "We're going to go see The Matrix." And I didn't know anything about it. So when I went there, I was like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest fucking movie ever. Like kung fu and shit." 
And then my friends, you know, were like, hey, you want to go see The Matrix? I said, fuck yeah, I want to go see The Matrix. That movie rocked. And then the second time I was watching, I was kind of like, <laughs> the bloom was off the rose. Yeah, I was like, mm, 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 nah, this movie's kind of bullshit. And then, like, by the third time I've seen it, I was like, oh, okay, no, I don't need to watch this movie anytime soon. I'll be all right. But I'll wait for a sequel. The sequel came out and I watched it. I was like, eh. Already, it's like, it was cool. They had swords and shit, but eh, this still kind of sucked. And then, you know, obviously, I had to cap it out, watch the third one. And I, um, it was a thing. There are parts in Zion that I liked. Um, the giant robot shooting the, or the mech suit shooting all the little robots. That was kind of cool visually. Um, Yeah. And I didn't mind the, uh, Neo Smith fight because it was kind of like the closest we were going to get to Kryptonians fighting each other in a city for a long time. Yeah, uh, or Dragon Ball, or Dragon Ball. You know, and it, it fucking. But it wasn't. Uh, I hate to say this, and we'll probably lose all three of our listeners. But I didn't really care for the Matrix trilogy at all. And, hmm. uh, so I'm not really that excited for four. Um, I might actually just wait until I know other people who've seen it, people's opinions I trust before I actually go watch it. That one, honestly. I could probably watch that one at home and be okay. Yeah, like, sure. I mean, I think the... Wow, I sounded like Kermit there, and I wasn't even trying. I think the um, the first <laughs> Matrix movie is uh, a great standalone film, and the other two are not canon. <laughs> fair, fair. That would be, I mean, that's kind of, I, I really didn't like two and three. Um, you know, you know me, I like a little mystery in my films. And when, uh, when the filmmakers kind of go out of their way to explain everything, I, I mean, I guess it's arguable if you could say that they did explain anything in, in the matrix two or three, but, uh, just the expansion of that lore just kind of ruined the universe for me. Uh, whatever, Whatever lore I had in my head that was left sort of unsaid on the first one was much more interesting. Yeah, sure. To me, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, and I'm not knocking people who like it. There's a lot more, I think there's a lot more layers and depth to it than, you know, that you know, I'm not privy to. And, you know, I'm, I'm for sure to, uh, you know ask for forgiveness there on that end because I'm just ignorant, but as far as just kind of taking it as face value and how it was presented, I just would rather watch Equilibrium three times. Equilibrium was a, like a fun mindless movie. Yeah, I mean, anyone who gives me gun katas is okay in my book. I was like, hey, yeah. go for it. And he had a sword. And he used a sword. That's true. Yeah, so, you know, points for it anyway but there you go that that's my thought on the matrix trilogy so let us never talk of it again (laughs) i um yeah i I mean i'm kind of at the same place with you with the fourth one i feel like i was kind of burned by those like the conclusion of the trilogy so the fact that like they uh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the Matrix trilogy but the fact that they uh 
like go to the extent to kill Neo in this grand sacrifice, and then he's gonna be in the next movie is kind of like, all right, you know, um, Keanu Reeves is huge now. You can't do another Matrix movie without him, I don't think. But at the same time, like, didn't you, like it felt like they had a sort of a complete trilogy. I don't know, like the I thought I mean, that that little girl who painted the sky was the next Neo or something. I mean, they did encapsulate their story, whether you liked it or not. And yeah, having a fourth one is like, what is this, a prequel? Like, this is what happened in between one and two. They just all look older now. <laughs> <laughs> Agent Smith has infected them with an aging techno virus. Yeah, and they're just like, you can see them using their medicated pillows and, you know, uh, taking their Epsom salt baths and <laughs> you know, whatever they gotta do to relax. Wearing their orthopedic shoes. Yeah, they're all running around, they're all in leather trench coats, but like new balances. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I, I mean. <laughs> Oh, I gotta man. get my steps in. Yeah. <laughs> oh my hip! <laughs> oh my gosh! You just reminded me of that terrible clip from the upcoming Space Jam sequel, where they do the exact Trinity scene from the first Matrix, where she does the famous sort of uh, pausing in midair crane kick thing, and. Uh, but they were just replaced Trinity with the granny from Warner Brothers cartoons. And it's like, <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. I'd rather watch that. <laughs> and I've never seen a Space Jam. And I have no interest in seeing a Space Jam as well, or whatever they call it, too, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm -mm. I, mm -mm. I wanted it to be good. I love those Warner Brother cartoon characters, but uh yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's going to, but I'll reserve judgment for when it, you know, after it comes out. Is it like theater only or are they showing it on the uh uh HBO Max like I thought day? I thought it was a dual premiere, but I can't tell what they're doing with that stuff now. It, well, they're like, oh, the world's kind of coming back. Uh, start ripping some of those movies. <laughs> backpedal, backpedal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Ninja powder in the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, just to cap off this, uh, this, this Matrix bit, I, yeah. I want to say, like, for the record, I hope the fourth one is good. I, like I said, you know, I, I, I really love the first one, and I think i mean it's it's just such a it was such an impactful movie you know culturally pop culturally uh but um so i i really i mean i wanted each one of those sequels to be good and i certainly left the theater kind of being like oh man okay that was some good part it was, it was good it was good i'm sure it was good, it was good. oh but what about that one part no no, no it was fine i'm <laughs> definitely in a little bit in, de in denial but <laughs> um you know, I think the most fascinating thing to me about the fourth one is those original Matrix movies are kind of steeped in the 90s. They're such 90s, or at least the first one is like a very 90s movie. You know, it has like, uh, it's like all about the internet. And it's like about uh, 
video games and it's like tight shiny leather and techno music but you know what i guess the 90s are kind of coming back pop culture wise so maybe it is the perfect time to do it i was just thinking like it the world seems so different than it was when the when that movie was released i'm wondering what a matrix in 2020 whenever it's coming out 2022 or whenever what that will look like well as long as it's him in uh, trench coats wearing orthopedic shoes i'm for it yeah I, you're I gonna, mean, if they've got the new balance you're in <laughs> i'm in i'll be like oh shit they almost lost me but then they did those close-ups of those like 805s or whatever those white 805s with the blue ends on them you know the, the for maximum comfort and support and their older age yeah this is gonna be a good movie i don't know <laughs> maybe they TikTok more I, I i don't know what you do like they go into a white room and racks and endless infinite racks of icy hot come out so they can <laughs> like, oh, oh my arthritis i need lidocaine <laughs> and just nothing but yeah a bunch of shaquille o'neal's <laughs> rubbing fucking you know icy icy hot i mean the other thing is right like you know they would go into phone booths and that's how they transfer it now what happens right there are no landlines yeah. there are no <laughs> exactly like if you do find a phone booth it's probably just caked and shit you know what i mean like i don't know what's been living in here but something gave birth I, I'm not touching the handle, you know. Yeah, <laughs> gross. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. whole time they're just running into old folks' homes to be able to, or I guess going to their houses, only places. <laughs> <in heaven. laughs> I say this is the people who are in this movie are way healthier than I've ever been. Even at my healthiest, it was not. I mean, enough. I looked at a salad today. Incredible. <laughs> Keanu Reeves looks incredible. He's not, yeah, he calling him uh, saying that he has any geriatric qualities, I think, definitely unfair. But you do bring up a really good point about the the landlines. Like, how, I mean, or will it just feel like this massive throwback? Like, they are back, literally back in the 90s, and they're just like, whoa, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. No way. No way. So I bet I bet they like uh I bet they just all have cell phones and instead of like cool kung fu fights, you know, they're uh they're they're playing Clash Royale. Oh god, that sucks. <laughs> but just it's a not... bunch of techno music at them just on their phones. There you go. That's my favorite part of the first Matrix is this soundtrack. That 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 soundtrack is what the kids would call a banger. Mm-hmm. It's uh, slaps. Yeah, slaps, slaps. That's it. I'm sure it is. It is the um. It is fire. And now that this word is like traveling internationally, hella fly. Yeah, there you go. Hella. Hella. Is hella is, is it's traveling. It's traveling. Wow, it finally broke the borders. I mean, Hella is from the 90s. No, no, Hella is from before the 90s. Well, but that's kind of when it came into prominence, wouldn't you say? Mm, I mean, I was, I've, 
when I was born, the doctor was like, this baby is hella big. <laughs> no, he fucking and, wasn't. And from that point on, hella, hella has been bequeathed to the Bay Area, but now. Oh, I see. So everywhere. you're welcome. <laughs> it was your birth. Yeah. That also birthed the phrase hella. Well, yeah. that's a fun. Put that on our Wikipedia page, internet. Sure. That's a good that's a good question. I doubt we have a wiki page yet. I mean, that's when we'll know we've made it. Yeah. Well, the first thing will be like notable things. Host John was the reason why the word hello <laughs> came into prominence. It was, <laughs> if you disagree, try to prove otherwise. <laughs> if you disagree, you're hella wrong. Yeah. And the matrix was hella mediocre. <laughs> Edited by John. Now I'll use my online name. El Jono. <laughs> John. There's a dash John. in there. But I won't no. tell you where. No, it's uh, my online name. I use J-H-O-N. J-H-O-N. John. John. It sounds like a uh, Star Trek character's name that they would be in just one episode. <laughs> It's like, uh, you know, Spock, we'd want you to meet Jahan. Hello. <laughs> you got hella pointy ears. <laughs> oh, so that's what it was first said. <laughs> yeah, it was first said on uh, Star Trek. Hmm. Um, yeah, just a little, little known hella fact. Oh, okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Um... So this uh, last weekend was the 4th of July, and you would probably do that if you looked at a calendar or listened to our great Captain America episode. Um, But, so when we're recording this last week when it was 4th of July, when you're going to be listening to this, 4th of July will be in your long rear view. You'll say, what? What's what is the fourth of July, Father? What is the fourth of July? Well, but um, when a bunch of people said this is hella wrong, <laughs> and uh, kicked a bunch of people off our land, I guess I don't know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, now you can come to Pop Saga Four. Um, outdated uh, pop culture news and musings and in- incorrect history lessons. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, don't you remember like when the first president was like, we will not go quietly into the night without a fight. Uh, we're going to live on. Today <laughs> is hell of our free day. And then, you know, <laughs> they workshopped it later, like a couple of years later, like, oh, Independence Day. Yeah. Well, I like it, hella we're free day, but uh, okay. It, it's Yeah. Fine. But if you have one of those uh one of those antique uh dollar bills with uh with <laughs> our hella free day um instead of god we trust, those are worth a lot. Yeah. And, wow. you know. Yeah, it's still in the it's still in that uh Illuminati Dorito triangle thing, but it was just like <laughs> Our hella free day. And free day is one word. It was weird, but, you know, old-timey times. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah they, they had their own sort of dialect. Um, yeah. But one so of those things, saying, one of those 
Right. One of those popular... Uh, I don't know. Did you have any hot dogs this 4th of July? I did. I had a hot dog. Yeah, me too. I, I love a hot dog on 4th of July, but I have a question for you. Shoot. Is... I think Pop Sog is going to crack this one, and we we will become the definitive you sort of. Not ask me if a hot dog is a sandwich because <laughs> that's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it was going to. Damn it! It's like uh, I wasn't born yesterday. I was <laughs> born hella days ago. Um. All right. Since let's be let's become this. the definitive voice on this. I think we could. <laughs> okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. No. It's a hot dog. I think so too. I can't consider a hot dog a sandwich. Yes. Okay. If you break it down to its component parts, yeah. It has a bread. It yeah. has a condiments. There's Maybe. sometimes vegetables in it. Maybe, and there's yeah. meat. But how is that different in the sandwich? Um, I don't know. It does seem very similar to a sandwich when I say it like that, but uh, it's not. Well, we'll say it another way to convince you that it's not a sandwich. So it'll be like, but you can't go to like a deli and order a hot dog. That, That's no, all I'm of course not. It's not going to be on. It's not going to be on the uh, the menu at Subway. That's for exactly. sure. Exactly. I'm not going there and be like, hmm, I want to eat fresh one hot dog, please. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. A hot dog has its own restaurant type. It's very specific condiments, right? Yeah. You don't really find. I mean, unless you're talking about a hamburger sandwich, you don't find ketchup on. Uh, on your uh, bog standard deli sandwich, it, exactly. It it just it's not a sandwich. It's not. It's, it's. I don't think so either. But what do you call a sausage in a bun? Uh, you know, I don't. I mean, I think it just sits in the hot dog spectrum, right? It might not be a hot dog, but it's still within that. Sausage bun technology. Yeah, I mean, you're right, Rick, because if you go to a place that, like, because there's that, I don't know if it's still there, but in Oakland there was that incredible uh, hot dog place, and they serve sausages, too. So... It's, 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 you know, are there sandwiches that have uh, sausages on them? Certain places I've been to, yeah. Like a barbecue sandwich. Exactly. Or, um, But they're ice. usually cut up. Yeah, they're not lengthwise, they're not whole, or whatever. They, they are usually modified. So that's why I'm like, no, a hot dog, sausage, anything that just kind of sits... A, 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 a sausage on a roll and a hot dog is just a sausage, just a particular type of sausage. It all sits in the same spectrum to me. Yeah. Here's what here's what I'm going to say the rule is. Okay. You you can't have a tubular piece of meat in a bun and call it a sandwich. So if it was uh, like bifurcated. Oh, you're saying if the hot well no, cuz they do that sometimes to grill them. But it was yeah, yeah, yeah. like 
it's mostly tubular in a hot in the hot dog yeah bro yeah sorry that's my tubular joke yeah because a bologna sandwich especially a fried bologna sandwich is essentially a hot dog sandwich no, because bologna and hot dogs usually have a way different consistency. I mean, that's true. Similar, a slightly similar taste, though. At least when we're talking about like the generic versions yeah, well, of both. You, well, you talking like bar s hot dogs, maybe? Where <laughs> or like Oscar Mayer? I found a wedding ring in my hot dog. Hot dogs. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean bologna. By all accounts, is technically a sausage, but you don't get a giant roll of bologna and fry that up and put it in a ginormous <laughs> bun because that would be nasty. Yeah, so <laughs> that would be the worst. That would be that'd be too much. Like a fried bologna sandwich, even the bar SQ stuff, like the the gross of the gross that you just crisp the shit out of, mm-hmm. you have yourself a good time. But, yeah, I would say they don't yep. really taste. To me, they don't taste similar. They're quite different, but I've been, you know, spoiled and, you know, pretty much just eaten uh, the best of the hot dogs. When yes, I and, them, you're, you know. and everyone knows you get your, uh, you get your bologna from Minsk. Um, but, yeah, interesting, interesting subject. I'm sure we're the we're original in a tackling this one, but yep. um, no, not even close. But uh, you heard it here definitively. Now we mm-hmm. can stop the debating. Pop Saga has put it to bed. Hot dog, not a sandwich. It's its own thing. Case closed. You got the that's uh, right. Casing closed. Yeah, casing mm-hmm. closed. <laughs> there you go. Uh, speaking of Fourth of July food, mm. so do you? I mentioned uh, Bud Light Lime at the the top of the show, yeah. and that's a bad beer, if you could even call it a beer. Um, it's not great. But I was wondering, do you? You've you've drank a beer or two. Do you have like a guilty pleasure beer that you like, but you know it's garbage, but you like it anyway? Yeah, PBR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PBR is good. I like PBR. Yeah. It's refreshing. It's it's just above water. Um, but you know you're drinking something. You can get them relatively cheap at a uh, a bar. The only the only other one that is like a, a real cheap beer I normally like I would get or like I wouldn't be thoroughly upset if someone was like, Hey, we're gonna have Miller Genuine Drafts and it's gonna be fucking good. I'd be okay with that. It, again, it doesn't taste like much like anything to me, but um I would drink a Miller over like a Bud or a Coors. Or yeah, any of those. You're you're a MGD fan, huh? Yeah, like again, you know, if I have my druthers and I can pick my beer, I'll always pick something else. But like, if I went to a party or if I wanted to bring something, 
that I was like, mm, well, I, I, I need more volume than quality in this case. Yeah. I'll grab like a case of PBR or like MGD. Cause that way I know most people won't drink that. And then I'll have <laughs> a beer for me to drink. That That's funny that you brought that up. That actually MGD was my very first, uh, beer that I ever had. And oh, really cover your ear, uh, cover your ears, Bob. But uh, it was in high school. <laughs> I think it was like uh, <laughs> was junior cool. year of high school. Uh, somebody's older brother bought us a, a sixer of uh, MGD. And man, you know, the, in that moment, you've never tasted a sweeter, more delicious beer uh, because it's your first. But uh, yeah, never, never went back to that well. <laughs> Literally, because that's where yep. we'd have to... That's where they bottled it, people. Just <laughs> dip a bottle into a well, pull it up. Maybe That's you right. Cigarette butts. Maybe you're not. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. Uh, MGD is bottled at the source of the Ringu. <laughs> Every time you pop the top, it's all <laughs> seven days. <laughs> For what? Are you going to kill me in seven days? Is the beer going to taste better in seven days? Give me. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, aftertaste will last seven days yeah but yeah no i mean we used to drink and i know my mom doesn't listen to this so uh cover your ears force mom um, <laughs> uh, when i was in high school we used to drink uh the champagne of beers which was miller high lives oh uh, yes the champagne and, uh, of beers and i'll still drink though Fuck out of one of those things. So I uh, hopefully definitely hope you double cover your ears with that one. But like, <laughs> yeah, that I don't know what it is. I was like, this malt alcohol this is pretty good. <laughs> you, you know what, Miller High Life, you're pretty okay. And it's, <laughs> it's been there ever since. You can add that. Whoever is doing the wiki entry, you can add that to the list of things that John has said is pretty okay. Yeah, it's good. It's like. You know, it's good and how bad it is versus, you know, something that is truly awful. Like, you know, like, like Sutter Home anything. Mm, <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, there's some things that are so bad they are just, you know, living in that bad category and that's where they're going to stay. I mean, um, I, I had one. I'll just, I have one Sutter Home story and then we can. We can oh, yes, please. Let's, get, this, let's right? get into this. All right, so, you know me, I go up to Napa every once in a while. I, I love mm-hmm. a wine. Humble brag, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's close by. No, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Right, okay, anyway, so I'd go up there. So <laughs> one time, we were like, well, let's go take a tour. And, you know, I, I know people, so I got a tour. <laughs> and, you know, we were going to, like, all the touristy wine places, and... That's fine. And then one of the places we stopped off at was at Sutter Home. And cool. I was with my wife, my wife's cousin, um, my friend, and we were just going in there. And we were getting our Sutter Home tasting, which was just like a factory almost. Like they just put you in the back. They have like this long, they have like metal looking counter. And the person giving us our tastings was just sloshing the wine into each thing, like barely getting any into the glass. 
and you drink it, right? And it'd be like, so this one is, you know, like this one is our rose. And it was just, this is what pink tastes like. If you want to know what pink tastes like, this is what pink tastes like. I, I couldn't like, you can notice cherry notes, walnut notes, leather notes, skin notes. And you just like skin notes. And you just, <laughs> Wait, go back. Yeah, like, can we? Mmm, I got a freckle in mine. Ooh, you know, and we're just drinking this. And each one, they're, it's just getting increasingly worse, this tasting. Like, they're not having fun doing it because they just have to dump out as much of this swill as possible. And everyone there is, who doesn't know any better is just drinking this wine. And you know what? If you love Sutter Home, more power to you. Um, but then they gave us this one, like, now this is the special one. You can only get this here. And they, you know, poured us a good size of that. And I was like, well, you know, you can only get it here. This means this has to be a quality. And I drink it, and I'm like, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> like, ugh. I was just like, like, the, the, the person doing the tasting was like, can you believe that you can only get this here? And I just said, yes. and we start walking around because our tasting is done they gotta get the next herd in there and the only thing that was decent was like their mustard collection (laughs) because they had like mustard tasters you know so you're like here's mustard and here's like some like pretzels so like Tony's cousin and I ate the shit out of all them pretzels like this mustard's pretty good (laughs) <laughs> you think it would go good with the pink one or the one that they only sell here? And then, you, you know, the only determination was like it wouldn't go good with shit. It was terrible. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. Well, there you go. Uh, Sutter Home, terrible wine, pretty good mustard. Yeah. But, you know, Sutter Home, if you're listening, we're off for only. Yeah, I we'll, can we'll be advertise. Bought. <laughs> We will advertise the shit out of summer, uh, summer home. <laughs> What's it called? Sutter home. Sutter home. I right, will ki- shutter home. I will destroy everything about this episode after you listen to it and contact us, and then we will do just we will do a redo of this episode called Suttercast, <laughs> where we just talk about nothing but your great wines and uh, delicious mustard with pretzels. Free pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's the thing. You can't go wrong with uh with free uh, pretzels. You know, I um I went to I think I've been to wine tasting like a total of once in my entire life. And um the reason why might be we went to this one place that was very it's like a smaller vineyard. It was um down on the in the central coast and uh it every wine was very good you know the owner was doing the tasting uh it was very cool sort of uh um sort of you know smaller uh cozier atmosphere and um we're getting through all the wines and you know each one is great and we're having a great time and then we get to this one and the guy's you know he brings it out he's very proud and he says um you know, who here likes steak? Anyway, you know, a couple people are like, oh, yeah, great, I love steak. Um, and uh, he's like, I have here a Merlot that just goes great with steak. 
it's uh we call it our barnyard merlot and everyone is like at this point is just like well weird name but i am in to it i'm uh i love red meat and if this wine goes great with it you've sold yourself a bottle so he pours it for everybody i smell it hmm hmm it's strange it's a little it's got a little, there's something i can't quite place on there then take a, a sip Immediately in the bucket, it tasted like horseshit. <laughs> exactly. And of course, that's what he meant by Barnyard Merlot, is that it had, its tasting notes was not of ripe berries, but literal, just like a pile manure. of manure. Yep. Yeah, that, oh God. <laughs> I mean, you know, probably would have told you if he wouldn't show you the barnyard where they were making this one. <laughs> This is where the horses defecate. Then we fill it full of wine juice. We let it stir it around a little bit. Then we open the drain on the bottom and fill those bottles up. Like, I'm sure it had something to do with, like, the bees that pollinated the grapes or whatever. The You know, they were getting pollen from right next to a pile of horse shit. But, like, I don't know how you get that. You taste it, you bottle it, you taste it, and you go, you know what? I'm going to give this to another person. And <laughs> <laughs> tell them it'll go great with steak. And, yep, and this is like my literal job, and I am going to give this to another person. Now, I will caveat that story. Asterix, asterix. Okay. It may be that my palate just wasn't mature enough, but <laughs> I don't know. More, more manure enough. Yep. <laughs> I think you need your palate to manure a little bit. You need mature? Mm, sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, uh, so, though this won't be interesting, that is a taste that you can pull from uh, wine. When it's uh, like manure? Referred to as manure. Uh-huh. Like you can pull like from it. You will, no, those will be notes that you can notice from a wine, you know, like when they'll be like spicy, boysenberry, leather, like when they use like those descriptors, the kind yeah, of I've, I've seen grassy, I've seen soil, I've never seen horse shit. Well, it's not like the first thing you don't look at it, you don't go look at your bottle and be like, hmm, oh, well, let's see. This is oh, Soma region, that's great. Um, oh, so this is a uh, Merlot, okay, and a manure. You know, it's not like one of their tasting notes would be like, hmm, flowers, elderberries, shit, you know, vomit, <laughs> you know, cupcakes. You know, that's not going to be one of their descriptors, but that is a note depending on the type of uh, varietal and where it is. That can be a note you will pick up on. I, for one, do not drink shit wine. Uh, <laughs> literally. Well, so. Uh, now that I know that, I'm going to be checking the back of every bottle of Merlot uh, to try. I want to see this. I want to see this for myself. Not that I don't believe you, but I, I, I have to see this tasting note where someone's like, hmm, yes, I had this subtle hint of fresh manure wafts off. No, they nose. won't. They won't tell you that, but it is a note. That you I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's not sell things when you're like, hmm, it literally tastes like poo. 
<laughs> would you like would you like a revisit, sir? No. You <laughs> no, no yeah. I would not like a revisit of the poo wine. You know This is I, like when you're saying like if I don't know why I would compare it to this, but like when Napoleon Dynamite was able to tell that cow got into the onion patch, you're saying a master sommelier would be able to tell. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and I've literally I've seen other people describe it as such. It's well, it's just kind of earthy, you know, yeah, musty. I mean, I've, I've, I've had an earthy, musky wine. Never one that that like a jelly belly encapsulated the f- smell of raw manure into a taste. Um, and that's me. That's, that's, you know, your uncultured buddy forest with, the, with what I've been, uh, what doctors have described as a real dumb tongue. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, you got shitty taste buds. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, I'm able to detect when something tastes like a a, a poopy. <laughs> ah, ah, chef's kiss. It tastes like a poopy. That's um. I uh, I love you, Italy. I've uh, I've been there. Please let me back in yeah. <laughs> sometime you in the keep future. Do, you keep doing stuff like that. Probably not going to happen. <laughs> I want to be that person, but you know, like just go to the airport. Have you seen this man? And I'm like standing right next to the poster. Oh, it was just you, kind of, because I can tell when you were t- saying that you were doing like a face. You probably had mm. your hands just like to test it, <laughs> you know, like moving or whatever. And you're just like, it tastes like a poopy. Yep. I could just see you calling to the heavens doing that. So yeah. that's what the poster <laughs> is. Like we said a couple episodes ago, uh, we do not uh we do not look at each other during the recording <laughs> um for but obvious right. reasons. But you were exactly right. Yeah. I was hunched over, I was making a face, and I you know, I had my I had my fingers pressed together, I was gesticulating wildly towards the sky. <laughs> yeah, I could hear it. Like I can, I can like feel it through the, through the internet as you were doing. I was like, oh, that's gonna be on that yeah. poster. That's why he's never getting to Italy again. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what, John? I, you know, I'm, I'm. Uh, there's, there's a lot of things about me that are changing. For instance, um, this. I went up and I saw my, uh, I saw my mom and my stepdad. For the first oh, awesome. time since the uh, pandemic, yeah, it was really cool, yeah. and um, I, I, I saw my uh, my uh, older brother and my sister in law and my nephew, and so it was great to get back uh, together with family again. But uh, I'm forever changed because Uh-oh. I, um, you know, to make this a little bit more of a memory, I rented a convertible Camaro. Oh. And drove that, drove that, um, myself and my uh, lovely lady wife and our dog up there in, uh, in that, you know, with the top down. And um, I can't go back. I'm a convertible man now. Oh, you've, 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 you've converted. Yeah. Yep. I've <laughs> converted to convertibleism. You gonna, are, are you going to be trading up the Volkswagen? 
golf or whatever you're driving. I'm not oh, sure what your real car I wish, is. <laughs> I wish I had bought a Volkswagen Golf. Uh, no, 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 probably not. I mean, their convertibles are incredibly expensive. But I think Which I'm going weird, to adopt. Right? Yeah, you're getting less car. You're getting less car. It's arguably more dangerous. And, <laughs> and they're going to charge you a premium. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, I'm. Um, I think I'm going to stock, uh, adopt the aesthetics of um, of a convertible woman. You know, uh, polo shirts with okay. both buttons undone. Very tan yep. chest, lots of chest hair. Perfect. Um, yep. Taco yep. meat uh, just hanging out. Understood. Of course, of course. <laughs> mm. Yep. Yeah. Taco mm. meat on a full display. Yep. Um, yeah, yep, and just like, you know, that, that uh, driving, yes, yes, of course, like the, the the leather gloves with the perforated leather, of course, yeah, I gotta keep my hands warm for the driving, right, because I'm, I'm bombing around those Malibu curves, and, uh, you know, in my, uh, in, in, in my Corvette, um, so yeah, that's gonna be me now, <laughs> I mean, I won't have the Corvette. But I, you know, the rest of it, I'm gonna look like I drive. Uh, oh, so you're the, just gonna? Yep, I'm just gonna adopt the attitude and aesthetics of a convertible man. Um, but yeah, I can't afford the actual convertibles. <laughs> so, are you gonna start switching up the songs you listen to on your uh, Spotify or whatever you use, like? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I was returning the car. Um, and so, of course, I drove it back to the rental lot, top down, um, and also the convertible top down. <laughs> but uh, well, you and, need that taco meat on full display. Yep. And I, uh, you know, I didn't have my. I, didn't, I I wanted to like take my phone off of unpair my phone from the Bluetooth, mm-hmm. and so I didn't have it hooked up for the radio. So I just put the radio on, and it was already set to what some previous person who dro- uh, drove this called like highway so i pressed that and uh and uh, immediately zz top <laughs> was on the lagrange lagrange started playing over i turned that down out of embarrassment so quickly because <laughs> i was coming to a stop <laughs> and it just like how 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 I'm just like no, 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 no one can see this. I love that fucking song. I don't even know what it means, but I love it. Uh, the I guy was... on the radio was describing uh, describing it as um, it's a song about like a a house of ill repute. Yeah, oh, all right, it's just up my alley. Yeah, I was... how, how, how. <laughs> how, 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 how. I was just waiting for you to be like. To the country where I'm gonna go. <laughs> See, that's totally can't, that is totally my style. <laughs> but you should be doing that in your, uh, you know, Honda Prelude. Yeah, I mean, around. but that's like that's the the wonderful enigma that is me is the I I, I would do that discordant thing. But yeah, the uh, the convertible knew. See. The That's, convertible knew what exactly what to play. It only plays certain songs in a convertible. Yep. <laughs> and you're like, oh, all right. Well, <laughs> fire in the sky. It's like, I, 
anything else, you have Tupac. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, man. So many good convertible songs, but... Well, I'm you know, happy... I, I was just going to say, I'm happy to hear that you got to go see Family, and you did it in a convertible Camaro. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, um... And just to say for the record, we were all vaccinado, and we waited till that uh, was the case before we all gathered together, Um, because it's important. Luckily, you know, my my nephew is old enough to also be vaccinated, so everyone was as safe as safe can be. And pretty much when I got up there, we just stayed at the house. Uh, I went to the beach, uh, got sunburned, (laughs) because I am an indoor kid. Well, you're also, you know, going around topless now, living yep. the whole, you know, that whole convertible lifestyle, taco meat on full display could get burnt. Yep. Yeah. I was walking down the beach. How, 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 You know, it's like, if I go to the beach, it's more like a you know, sizzler salad bar on display. <laughs> <laughs> like mounds uh. of taco meat, natural protection from the sun. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, you could braid my back hair. Anyway. <laughs> it's like, is that a cape? No. So speaking of salty. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> um Steven Dorf. Steven Storf is being uh he's he's blowing up the headlines with a, a liberal helping of uh saltiness. Oh uh, what what's going on? What 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 is what is fucking it's not smoke it's vapor said now. <laughs> Good old uh Deacon Frost. Yeah, um Lamagra himself said. <laughs> he uh he came out in the news. He said he thinks that uh Marvel movies are garbage and he said that he is embarrassed for Scarlet. He said I, he says he was quoted as saying I don't want to be in Black Widow. I'm embarrassed for Scarlet. Do you think he, he and Scarlet Jones are on a first name basis? <laughs> Scarlet Jones, whatever. <laughs> Who the hell is that? I don't. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. First, I was like, is he angry at a different Scarlet? Like some Scarlet? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Scarlet uh, Johansson, of course. Yeah. Well, no. I feel like they're not on first name, but is he in the Black Widow movie? No, he didn't. He, I, I don't know how this even came up. He was just. Did he work craft services or something? What was he doing there? Like, what's like, he so? Who is going? Who's asking Steven Dorf? Hey, what do you think of that about that uh, Black Widow movie? You were in some kind of Marvel movie once, right? Yeah, and it it was what we made was magical. Um. I Dude. played Deacon Frost, the blood god, and um, uh, I was with that dude who's on Gotham, uh, I can't remember his name, and then uh, Wesley <laughs> Snipes, and he taught me how to evade taxes, so that's why I've been around in a few years. Uh, I don't make money like that, but what we, allegedly. What we made was, a, yeah, allegedly, what we made was magical. It was, you know, we had Chris Christopherson 
one fourth of the highwaymen. <laughs> what does Black Widow got? They don't have any of the highwaymen on there. You don't see Waylon Jennings. Oh, he's dead, huh? But you don't see any of them on there. So, like, it's like a, it's like it's it's just a garbage movie. They don't know what they're doing. That get out of here. Go fucking smoke some more vapes on the beach or whatever yeah. you do it. I mean, doesn't it? It because he went on to say like, you know, I don't want to do those like, you know, those whatever the, he called them. I forget. He, he compared them to something insulting, and he said, "I'm gonna find the guy, the young director who's the next Scorsese or Coppola, and I'll work with that guy." No it's like okay, know who the fuck you are? <laughs> No one. And don't get me wrong. I love Blade. I mean, I love Blade. That movie, that is a movie that Marvel should give a lot more credit to for bringing back something that was so dominant as far as how well it did in the box office compared. It, it in a weird way, does usher in a cinematic universe because it, so show that it could be done better than what they were doing before. Yeah. Hold on. I mean, but I couldn't name a single other fucking movie. Steven Dorff has been in since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beats me. Right. It, it, like I, I know he was smoking vapes. That's the last work. I remember Steven Dorff doing. Oh, yeah. I guess there was that movie where he was walking around with his uh, dwarf out. So Stephen Dorf's dwarf was out, and everyone was like, ooh, you can see Stephen Dorf's dwarf. And I was like, okay, guess why I don't go see <laughs> movies? I don't go see movies to go see Stephen Dorf's dwarf. I go see, watch it to watch Wesley Snipes kill Lamagra, the blood <laughs> god, in the only the best CG effects that you could generate at that time. Where then someone ran out with fifty thousand dollars, <laughs> so they couldn't finish <laughs> what they wanted to. <laughs> oh man! Even for the time, that was a bad effect. Oh god! Um, when, he get, when he gets fucking chopped up, and he's like, no, 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 he should have been saying, saying that. <laughs> it goes like someone made that shit in paint, <laughs> just like <laughs> cut crop. Animate up, ketchup <laughs> smear, Put blurred picture of a California raisin, and we're good. Anime. <laughs> <laughs> I get. I mean, I'm not surprised. It I'm just like wondering who <laughs> who's asking him this question, or did he just like bringing it up out of nowhere in a, during an interview, like? <laughs> It was like there was a moment of silence, and he's like, I don't even want to be a Black Widow. And the guy's like, what? I, don't, I didn't say anything. Yeah, no, I'm embarrassed for Scarlett Johansson. She's, oh, wow, wow. But yeah, I never even wanted to. They didn't, they, I mean, they asked me. I, I mean, they didn't ask me, but like, I, didn't, I didn't want to be it anyway, so. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, that's great, Stephen. Um, I, you, want, you want to tell us why you decided to take up a newspaper route? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like. I I I could see that like he's stalking TMZ, like he's just <laughs> right. looking for like all the paparazzi. He's like, I didn't even want to be in a Black Widow movie. 
Oh shit! <laughs> they're taking. They're like following Keanu Reeves down the uh, street, and he just he just pops out from behind a trash can. <laughs> I don't even want to be a Black Widow. What the? Oh God! Who are you? <laughs> Stay away from me, Stranger Danger, Stranger Danger. It's me, Blade Steven Dorf. <laughs> you know, a Marvel movie. Oh, hey, it's in Marvel. Yeah. Oh, I'm not no. arguing that like the Marvel movies are the pinnacle of you know cinema, but like I mean, who cares if this guy doesn't like it? What does that matter? Like everyone getting all uptight about these movies, like oh, they're just like cartoons. Yeah, it's some pretty silly shit if you really think about it. But it doesn't mean I don't enjoy said silly shit. So yeah. and I want to see it done well. And they're doing it well enough that I don't go like, oh, God, another one? Because most people don't go, oh, God, another one of any of these movies. They're like, oh, all right. You know, oh, oh, good. Another one. Yeah. Oh, something that will be consistent <laughs> enough that I can't wait to watch it. Versus yeah. being like, well, let's, I guess I'm going to go to the theaters and watch Fast and the Furious 9. Who's with me? Anyone? Anyone? I'm with you. We're a family. <laughs> <laughs> you do got used. I I have to say, uh, uh, the Cap Stevendorf. I'm not surprised, but uh, you go ScarJo. You go ScarJo. Make you that Black Widow money. Uh, you got to really hate for this uh, Vin Diesel meme that's been going around as of late. <laughs> yeah, like like it's, it's like very vi- very violent. I was I was up for a day of that, and now it's spilling over into two days, and it needs to stop. <laughs> the minute, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but the minute I got any sort of inkling that it might be a viral marketing thing, I immediately soured on it. <laughs> like, this is co- the corporate takeover of the meme, cu- meme culture. Well, you know, it's coming, though. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's already there. here. Yeah, so, like, who cares? It's just that so many of them aren't funny. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta work them out, but even, it's, look, as a person who's never seen a Fast and Furious movie, what? even I understand, I've never seen one. They are so good, you have to, you have to get on this. Uh, no, I have Fast no interest in, I have no interest in watching them. Well, because, yeah. I mean, I... I don't like that that Fast and the Furious meme, but I have I've watched plenty of Vin Diesel movies. I like uh, Riddick. That's not Fast and the Furious movie. And guess oh. what? I don't like those Riddick movies either. You don't like the first one? The first one's no. Pitch Black's good. No, no. Put my ass to sleep every time I've watched it. Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was like, scary. Yeah, I thought it was scary too, but not in the same way you probably thought it was scary. Mm, yeah, like, I was like, not. I was like, "Ooh, this is scary." Someone thought this was a movie worth making, and you were like, "Ooh, this is scary." Yep, I'm just uh, just assuming. <laughs> I actually kind of like the Chronicles of uh, Riddick too. <laughs> I like the I like the world building. They really had a lot of ambitions there. Like, is there a crazier jump from like the first movie to a second movie than from Pitch Black to? Chronicles of Riddick. I mean, you tell me. 
Oh, right. You haven't seen, I've never seen them. <laughs> you, you tell me. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I've tried to watch Pitch Black twice. Uh-huh. And both times it's literally knocked me the fuck out. Mm, I don't know. Good... It just it just gets to the point where I'm just like, oh, this is kind of. <laughs> and then credits. I'm like, oh well. Oh, is it over? Oh well. Well, like the first one was a cool. A, I mean, not. I mean, cool to be a uh, horror movie about you know aliens that only come out at night. And guess what? It's gonna be night forever. But. Luckily, you know, there's a convicted killer who's got special eyes that he can see in the dark. And he is going to save everyone, even though he's a bad guy. Um, and they go from that into like him being the last of a race of mighty protectors and fighting a back against these evil troops that are going from planet to planet and decimating the galaxy. And it's this huge, like, you know, uh, space opera. That sounds like a, a movie. Yep. I mean, it's I not just good. watch soldier again. Oh yeah. The one with, uh, Kurt Russell, right? Yeah. Just where he's has like a paragraph worth of lines and he just kind of murks everybody. Yeah, that was a weird movie, right? It takes place like almost entirely on a junkyard planet. Yeah, because it, that still sounds way better than some dude with special eyes. <laughs> I like, yeah, I like Soldier. You know, there's fighting, uh, fighting the dark. No, thank you. Yeah, he's like, I, I got special eyes. I could see it the dark. Hey, there's an alien, and guess what? It's gonna kill you, or maybe I'll kill you, or maybe I I'll kill the alien. Yeah, quarter mile at a time. <laughs> See, I've never seen it, but I know that's a thing he says. I know it's a thing he says. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I know it's a thing he said. That's why I'm kind of like, I don't ever need to see the Fast and Furious movies. I can take two Hot Wheels, have a good time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, whoa, you know, as they're doing jumps and shit. So that's kind of. I think you're right. If you're just talking about like the first three Fast and the Furious movies, those are pretty. I mean, they get pretty insane, but they're like the first one is more of like a straight ahead, cool car racing movie. But later entries get so buck wild. It is. Insane. I think it might even be like worth starting at like the fourth one and just and just seeing from there. I don't know. I think it's worth you. I think you should you should check it out. I think I just would rather read like the crib notes or hmm. or like the novelization. <laughs> novelization would be like it's like we are family, and that's how they all end with the same line. And I go, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's they like just did pamphlet. find and replace with every fourth word. Yeah. With family, <laughs> I figure it's probably you know about about as many pages as my bidet, like instructions to install it. Good six, seven. I don't imagine there's <laughs> much depth in there. Uh, yeah, no, they just never caught me. Like they were just hmm. never a movie. I was just like, I gotta see this. Every time I'd see it, I was like, this looks silly. 
And that's me saying it. So yeah, yeah, never. You could, you know, <laughs> you then you know, you know yeah. that it's got to be quite silly. Yeah, and like if I'm like, I cannot suspend you know, my suspension of disbelief. Cannot happen with this. I'm like, mm, ugh, I want a real good car chase. I'll watch Ronin. Or, you know, if I want silly shit with a car, I guess I can watch Gone in 60 Seconds again, because that was pretty stupid. And, uh, but I would rather watch that than kind of just watch whatever a Fast and the Furious is. Listen, John, you gotta watch my movie, buddy. Live my life a quarter man at a time, but I need your three ninety nine. When you rent, why does your Vin Diesel sound like Meatwad from Hunger <laughs> <laughs> I'll t- I'll tell you like a a real thing. I was working on a Vin Diesel, a Diesel impression for so long. I can't get it. He has su- the craziest voice. It's like Kermit the Frog, but like if Kermit the Frog just like was hitting the HGH and like the you know the gym twenty four seven. You know, it's like Rainbow Connection. Yeah, okay. but it's like Do you super <laughs> the Rainbow. <laughs> Yes, exactly that. Um, but like, uh, think about that, but just so much deeper. I, I mean, I can't. It's like, it's like, uh, okay. Um, Lucy, I can't do it. I, um, see, that's pretty close. That was actually I, a lot closer than I ever got. Well, I can do, I can do bad Groot. I am Groot. Yeah, so this—that's—I that, think that's actually that's closer than I could ever okay, get to. Hold on, hold on. It's like, hold on. I need, I need, I need a line. I need a line. If I don't have a line, then I live a- my life a quarter mile at a time. I live my life. Now that just sounds like goddamn Louis <laughs> Armstrong. Close. I live my, my life. <laughs> a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> That's still closer to Vin Diesel than my impression. I fart. <laughs> oh no. I should. That's. I, I am getting a lot of Vin Diesel. I feel like you are so close to a really good Vin Diesel impression. But mine hey. will forever just be beat one. Hey, John. <laughs> Buddy, you gotta watch bad movies, man. Nah, man, I'll watch you fight the brood, which... The uh, Blair Witch! <laughs> Call that man the Blair Witch down No, it, you just sound like Meatwad. Uh, I just sound like <laughs> Louis Armstrong. We're fair. We're family. <laughs> I live for this shit. Xander <laughs> Zigzag, whatever his name was. I am Xander Xanadu. <laughs> now, Zex, aka Triple X. <laughs> I am hanging out with 
Samuel L. Jackson. No, yeah. <laughs> You're destroying your voice. Yeah, it's getting wrecked. Tomorrow I'm going to be in a meeting and be like, Oh, then I said it. <laughs> that I will <laughs> listen to you. <laughs> and then he was like, Email me later. And I was like, Okay, I can do. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how I'm going to sound tomorrow. Mm, that's yeah, good. Mm, well, mm, mm. worth it. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Just we're going to get a cease and desist from Vin Diesel's attorney. Hey, you got you got you, sounded it exactly you, like me. You got <laughs> Yeah, I didn't give you permission to use my voice. How dare you leave rude messages to the people at the stinking room. (laughs) (laughs) Hello? Is Steven Dorf there? I figured he was working a shift instead of being his bitter ass at Scar Joe. did someone on the phone ask for me? Hey, hey, uh, uh, listen, I didn't want to be in the Marvel movie. I didn't want to be in any Marvel movies, especially not Black Widow. I feel so bad for Scar. Hey, what, why are you dragging me away? We never asked for him to be in the movies. <laughs> you know? Did he also want to be in Chronicles of Riddick or the Fast Five? I'm sure he wanted to be in anything. I, I, yeah, next, it, uh, the next whole time month, <laughs> next month he's gonna be like someone's gonna be like doing a, a report on like a bank robbery down in LA and he's just gonna grab the microphone and be like oh I I I, I didn't want to be in Star Wars uh Star Wars is bullshit um I'm gonna find the next uh Francis Ford Coppola do 2001 again wait why, why, why are you taking me away <laughs> Just macing him. The whole time we're talking about fucking Vin Diesel, I'm over here going like, the nerve. The nerve of this guy. (laughs) You're still pissed about Steven Yeah, I'm literally upset about Steven Dorf. I didn't realize he was so fucking whatever. Being a dwarf, I guess. Yeah. It actually made me pretty mad, unreasonably upset, too, because I'm not going to, like, I'm not out there defending Marvel movies all the time, but uh, it just was, like, a dick thing to say, and I don't know. It, it For whatever reason, almost every pop culture news site was carrying the story, and I was like, what? has nothing notable happened? Nothing else? Well, that means that has to be, like... You know, that that has to be like a slow, you know, news cycle or something like that, entertainment cycle. They're like, well, uh, Steven Dorf is trending for some reason. Yeah, like, I mean, that's a brand new sentence. <laughs> yeah, right? That's something that's not been said out loud. Now watch him send us a cease and desist letter. I think we're finally going to make it, dude. <laughs> I, think, we're finally gonna make it. I think he might go farther. Hey, we'll see. Yep. <laughs> Come on, Deacon Frost. I mean, please be on our show. We loved you. <laughs> Look, like the great Christofferson, one-fourth 
of the highwaymen said, some motherfuckers always try to ice skate uphill. And then that's when someone comes in and be like, he didn't say that. Blade said that. <laughs> he did too. And then the other person would be like, but Chris Christopherson, the great one-fourth of the highwaymen, did say, catch you fuckers at a bad time. Catch you fuckers at a bad time. Oh, that's pretty good. That's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. You stick with that. In fact, use that for your Ventisa. <laughs> It's closer. It's closer. It's closer. It's closer to this guy. Hello, I live by an Africa. It's like Meatwad and like Lon Chaney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bastard. It's, it's, it's so weird. Versus, you know, like, catch you fuckers at a bad time. Catch you fuckers at a bad time. You're right. It is closer. Yeah, smells like a vampire wiped his ass with it. Now you're just going to make me want to watch Blade. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, I mean, I think if our podcast is good for anything, then it's if it made you if it made you out there wa- want to watch Blade, then I say we win. But I'm going to fast forward through all the Stephen Dorff parts. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm going to well, make I got it. I'm going to make Blade the Scar Joe cut. And I just Ooh. cut out Steven Dorf. And somehow <laughs> splice in Black Widow. <laughs> you know, it's not gonna be it's not gonna make sense, but uh mm-hmm. it'll be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be mine. <laughs> <laughs> Screenings this summer. Um All right. Well I think that's as good as uh places I need to wrap it up, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's what chilling is, right? Everyone mm-hmm. got to see literally <clears throat> all this was after editing down and however much this will be is exactly how we do our cold opens. So congratulations, everybody. You just sat through a cold open. <laughs> yep. The longest one yet. The longest yep, that's one right. These uh, chill ca- cast episodes are, um, oops, all cold open. <laughs> It's fucking true. There's no <laughs> rhyme or reason about the shit we talk about. We just start talking, and there you go. And yep. um, yeah, I think it's a good place to cut it. I got more uh, Star Wars to watch. Uh, oh, excellent! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the the wife seems to be hooked. She's got Star Wars on the brain. So, so mission accomplished. You've successfully brainwashed your wife. Well, I mean, she's already cool. So this is just making her extra cool. Exactly. You know, <laughs> she's, t- she's too cool for this bullshit. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, we had, like, I, I don't know if we can handle that level of cool. So, you know, like, now now she's like, not only is like, yes, I've seen a Star War, but now I can tell you what's going on in a Star War. And I think that's Yeah. Cool. I think that is super cool. Yeah, so that's what I'm gonna go do after uh, we're done. Re- we're done recording. So uh, there you go. That is excellent. I am going to probably watch a couple episodes of I Think You Should Leave season two. All right, there you go. So if 
any of you want to know what we're watching? There you go. Uh, there you go. <laughs> There's there your you go. the new hit segment, uh, Pop Saga. <laughs> um. <laughs> so uh, you know, first of all. I know that you out there have been listening to this podcast and you've said to yourself, ah, how can I get in on this action? Well, good news, friendo. We've got social media. That's right. Instagram, Twitter, at The Pop Saga. We've also got a Gmail address, thepopsaga at gmail.com. Thank you so much to Burton M6 for our incredible theme song. As we said before, it's the coolest best part of the show if you're looking for a theme song for your podcast or just want some awesome music made you can look them up on fiverr the link is in our show notes and if you would like to support the ongoing production of this podcast it's not free and you can support it by buying our merch already have all of it buy it all again <laughs> who only has one shirt <laughs> not me that's right. I, I mean, you, Forrest might, because he's going, you know, all taco meat. But, yeah, only need one. Um, and, as always, from us to all of you, we hope that you're feeling happy, you're feeling healthy, and we'll see you next week. Look, folks, I promise next week we'll be talking about a movie. Promise. Thank you for letting us chill. Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies A couple of nerds, but got style We so cool, pop culture Talking new and old school, yeah You should know we love hip-hop From the roots, Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch, we giving you what you want It don't get no liver, ain't no doubt we gotcha This is Pop Saga, let's go Oh yeah, you heard right This is a lifestyle, welcome to the nerd life Pop Saga